0: You okay, yeah, okay. <clears throat> uh, would you like to start our introduction? You do it, okay. Would you stop mixing that <laughs> coffee?
1: <laughs> I got all the stuff on the bottom.
0: Here, can I show you to do that?
1: I know this little thing that you do,
0: yeah, but I do it better than you.
1: You don't necessarily No, I'm do telling it you because
0: I, I learned because I used to spend a lot of time at Dunkin' Donuts. So, here we go.
1: It actually looks pretty good. Yep. Thank you.
0: Ladies and gentlemen welcome to the reality blows podcast my name is nick maritato
1: i'm actually rick Roberts. this
0: is a podcast in which we talk about reality tv and ourselves Both those things are true yeah uh today we're gonna be doing a lot of talking about
1: ourselves and reality tv <laughs>
0: <laughs> um basically uh, there's no guest this week as you guys know if you guys are heartfelt uh Uh, forever listeners hardcore hardcore (laughs) fans (laughs) it's morning yeah Um, it is
1: early early in the on the monday it's not that
0: early it's like it's so early (laughs) but uh we we usually have guests but sometimes we don't and today we don't um because we couldn't get it together this weekend
1: this weekend was very very packed it was pretty tough it was pretty tough we hosted a ton of kids stand-up shows this weekend yeah
0: um and uh yeah me and ashley teach kids stand-up comedy and uh sometimes those kids graduate uh aka all the time and there's (laughs) every eight weeks every eight weeks they graduate and there's a graduation show and they do these performances and we also have other kids who have been around for a very long time but are still under the age of 18 and they perform in what is known as a pro show. They're
1: like our, our troop.
0: They're the troop and um, they are uh, those
1: pro shows are open to the public
0: yeah and uh, we're not going to plug them here
1: nope
0: <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah and then so once a month they perform and every once in a while that weekend converges right and there's like 55 shows yeah so that's what happened to us this weekend we had to host a bunch of kids stand-up shows it was tough um, Ashley ho- I, ho- I hosted one Ashley hosted 14 <laughs>
1: how many did you host Ashley? I hosted two but yeah. I was also like emotionally involved in the third yeah that um someone else one of our interns hosted because nick couldn't do it and i can't yeah. do more than two in a weekend yeah, that's it's right taxing
0: we have interns yeah that's how important this job is and those <laughs> interns are children
1: Interns, interns,
0: are children well um,
1: he's actually over 18
0: oh and, it was li- it was yeah one of them one of them we almost let the cat out of the back Whoop. We always mention minors' names on this podcast, and then I have to frantically go back and bleep them out. We're
1: just used to talking about them like they're actual people.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that's what happened with us this weekend. So we're we're now, it's Monday morning, we're going to record this thing, I'm going to edit it, pop it on the internet, and you guys can drink your coffee with us. Actually, by the time it gets out, it'll be around lunch, but that's fine. You
1: still drink your coffee. Yeah, I
0: drink coffee all day long. This is actually something interesting to me. Ashley, do you realize that yesterday, okay, and yesterday was what? uh march 11th or something that's what right you got it uh was the first time um since last winter that i had a hot coffee
1: wow yeah that's
0: right and we live in the northeast it gets pretty cold we um, live
1: in not only the northeast but new york city
0: i went all the way through the winter because it's spring right isn't it spring already
1: i don't i don't think the spring solstice has happened are you we're sure coming s- up on it spring hasn't sprung well, we did spring forward.
0: Yeah, we sprung forward this weekend. That's another reason we lost an hour of sleep. Oh, or, yeah. Let's
1: blame that. Yeah, we'll
0: lose that. But, um, yeah, there. I, I just haven't, I mean, uh, and I told a couple of people this, they're pretty shocked by the fact that I can drink a cold beverage in the winter. But for me, I only want a cold beverage.
1: Hey, guess what, uh, listeners? Nick's been talking about this all weekend. I, I, just,
0: <laughs> I just feel like it's strange that people think it's odd that I You're only You're proud want...
1: of it. Admit it. You're I, proud. Yeah, I you did it. You look at it like an accomplishment. I did
0: it. People, yeah, I would go into my local coffee establishment and order a cold brew in like you know january you know 7th and during people, a
1: nor'easter you
0: know, people are looking at me like i'm kind of crazy but i have a glove yeah you know and and what it, it's i drink it the, and it's cold in my in my throat and that's supposed to no it's it my my mouth is 98.6 degrees you know what i mean like any any cool liquid is nice in my mouth
1: yeah <laughs> also well, hey they're still selling it, so they're somebody's buying it. it.
0: They're still selling it, and not and a, just you. And around these parts, a cold brew goes for eleven forty seven mm-hmm. average, and that's it's insanely expensive. It's because they make them with stem cells. Did you know that? Oh Did wow! Did you know that's how they're made? Mm. I went into almost a Dorit, um accent. You, you, uh, you, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills fans know what I'm talking about. I'm trying. I'm working on a Dorit, So here's my Duret. You, oh, I fucking lost it. All right, <laughs> Nick, never mind. I'll maybe guys, go into it later. You guys, everybody,
1: Nick just made like a face right before he made that tiny wisp of a noise. Neil and
0: I had it. Did you know they're made from stem cells? Did you know that? That's my Dorit. She, Dorit's whole thing, actually doesn't watch Housewives. Dorit's whole thing is she's from Connecticut. She met her husband in England. And so she has like a British accent, sort of. She has like British mannerisms and like a British cadence. Yeah. But she doesn't have the accent. So she'd be like. Honey, darling, where you're like, Is that British
1: or are you right. proper? She's just right. being
0: proper like Madonna. It's toned down. It's like Madonna, but I, I would say it's even worse.
1: Ooh, somebody's blowing up. I'm supposed God. to wake up. So many phone calls.
0: <laughs> Guys, I got zippers on my pockets.
1: <laughs> Nick, you are wearing a, tra- a tracksuit. I'm wearing a tracksuit. Is that track new? Suit.
0: Well, as soon as we're done here, I got to bolt. Um, I'm going to be running towards <laughs> the sun.
1: You've never ran in your life. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm getting back to running. What
1: is this? This is my tracksuit
0: that I got at Uniglow. You know this. I wear this. It just came out of the um, laundry. It looks cozy. I'm not the laundry, but I got it back from my launder. And is that how you say it? Yeah. Is it a launder? The one oh, who does your, does yeah. your laundry?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I got it back from my launder. And um, it's all nice. It does feel a little tighter. I think it's because I gained 25 pounds this year. <laughs> but uh, that's between you know between what My you and robe
1: I. feels tighter. But I think it's just because <laughs> actually I washed it for the first time. I
0: think you've figured out the key to when you know it's time to live a healthier you lifestyle. You gotta stop washing your clothes. When your goddamn robe gets tighter. Yeah, the I've robe gets tighter. I've never heard that. The robe, the nature of the robe is that it's loose.
1: Listen, I'd like to say this robe is 100% cotton, and I did wash it for the first time. I it, feel like it shrunk a size.
0: It is terry cloth. Yeah. It is terry cloth. Um, You know, we didn't just dick around and talk about towels this weekend. We actually did a little bit of work for this podcast, and we watched the first episode of the new reboot of Queer Eye on Netflix.
1: Queer Eye for?
0: Is it for Queer Eye for the show? I don't think so. Oh, really? No, I think They've the new show is just called Queer Eye. Eye. And I think the Ooh. reason they're doing that is because maybe there's a gay person that wants to get re- reworked. Oh, interesting. You know, and needs a, needs a few other queer eyes to take a look at it. Right. Um, so we watched the first episode. It's on Netflix. If you guys want to pause this right now, go watch that and come back, you can. We are not going to recap it. We're just going to chat. We're going to chat. So, Ashley, uh, we watched that last night. Uh, it was about an hour long. You wanted to watch the second one. We I chose did. to watch American Vandal instead. I did. What did you think of the first episode?
1: I thought it was really great. I enjoyed it. Um, I mean, there's a couple of things that are a little cringy in it that I wasn't...
0: Interesting. Uh, All right. Well, let's hear about what she enjoyed first, and we'll go into the cringe.
1: Um, well, the the host from Are You the One was there, who That's I... That's right. Yeah. Karamo a, Brown. Yes.
0: Karamo Brown. I, sw- I could not believe my friggin' eyes. Yep. It wasn't Are You the One. Second it, it, Chances. It's Second Second Chances. He's hosted both seasons of Ch-
1: Second Chances or There's only been one. Only been second one. Are they bringing chances? that back? But I think he didn't he host the last season of Are You The One?
0: No, the last season of Are You The One they switched up the host from Ryan to a new guy who's been there for like 2 seasons oh. now or maybe one. And this guy I've seen a, a, around a lot, but it is not Karamo Brown.
1: Okay. He's just a so. I, for some reason, I'm associating him with the Are You the One yes, franchise, yeah. and it's because of Second Chances. Yeah, no,
0: no. He's Second Chances, definitely.
1: Um, So, Second Chances is a spinoff of a dating show that Nick and I watch on MTV, where basically very hot, drunk people live in a house and they have to, like, try and guess who they've been partnered with by these matchmakers, and people, like, uh nick what's going on Your i'm face gonna, loo- just I'm gonna apart. lose
0: my mind because i i am such an idiot i'm so stupid why i just clicked on karamo brown's wiki and yeah. this is why we're not good enough to do this podcast oh, we're just don't not say
1: it don't say it
0: karamo brown is from the real world philadelphia he was one wow. he was a real worlder i totally friggin forgot about that wow he was like back you, you know. guys
1: nick looks really upset i'm that really he disappointed i
0: got like chills but like the bad kind um, he was, he was born November 2nd, 1980. First of all, he looks great for 37. Um, he's an American television host, reality television pers- personality, and an activist. He began his career in 04 on the MTV reality show, The Ro- Real World Philadelphia. How the fuck didn't I remember this? Now, first of all, I did not like the season of Philadelphia. This was around the time when I really didn't like The Real World. I thought they were really losing it.
1: Is this before or after Brooklyn?
0: Brooklyn, I think this was right around the time.
1: I think Brooklyn was a it was five, maybe? It was
0: right around the time. This was, um uh. let's see here. Real World Philadelphia was the 15th season. Do you remember when Brooklyn was? I do it, it, it's It's um, wedged between San Diego, which was a crazy season with Brad. Brad was in ah. San Diego. And Austin, which was the crazy season with Wes wow. and Johanna. This was the lost season between the two of these. Um, and, That's huge, and uh, yeah, those are
1: two huge seasons. Austin and um, I, you know, San I want to say I
0: want to say it was a lost season, but now I'm looking at the fucking cast, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, Landon was on this one. Landon, who they're trying to get back on the challenge, hardcore yeah. right now. Um, and he won't come back because he's got a fantastic goddamn career.
1: You are cussing a lot over I, this. There's I'm been really multiple F bombs.
0: I'm really upset. They had MJ. MJ and Landon had the bromance on the show. They were both huge guys. MJ also went to um, the challenge, but he didn't cut it like Landon did. did. Landon is a goddamn specimen. Um, anyway, I'm sorry to all our hardcore fans out there because I, I, if there's anything that I should know, it's reality TV, and within that, it's it's real-world-adjacent stuff. And so I'm, I'm sorry. We'll get back to Queer Eye right now. I was just completely thrown about my the the news about Karamo.
1: Anyway, I was just happy to see him on the show. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> I, was, I was like, oh, yeah, I missed him. You did not like that they made him the culture guy. You thought that was um, racially charged? I
0: – okay. He was basically – I mean, he's – everybody – okay, so let's go through it. Bobby Burke is a design expert – uh Anthony or Antoni? <laughs> what is it? What is that? Anthony? Anthony. Anthony is the food guy. Jonathan is grooming. Tan yeah, is fashion and Karamo is culture. Okay, Karamo's. Okay, he's not the only person of color, but he is the only black guy on the show. Yeah. And he's the culture guy. I kind of feel like there could have been a relationship expert. Because he hosts Second Chances, I kind of felt like there was Uh, a foot in the door there for him to be the relationship expert. Yeah. Because all of these, I assume, will have something to do. Yeah, we got to get our appearance ready. We got to get our house ready. We got to get our vibes ready. But for what? Probably for love. Romance. I assume. I've only watched one. Maybe there'll be one of a guy's like, I'm mad. You know, there probably will be a guy where he's like... I'm married, and my wife and loves me. I don't need. Well, he probably still need to spice up his relationship with his loved one. Yeah, he could have been the romance guy. He could have been the relationship guy. But they gave the black guy culture, and and to me, I don't know. I think that's a I misstep. Just rubbed you the wrong it's way a, a little bit. It's a misstep. because yeah. what is culture? I mean, yeah, culture is like it's something we should have. We should, yeah. but it also is something that is sort of reserved in a way, like. It is terminology. It's hip-hop terminology. Like, we're doing it for the culture. That's a big thing right now. The right. culture of hip-hop is right. what that means. And he's not talking hip-hop. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's, he's actually having loving moments with uh, his uh, their, their, their straight guy of the episode.
1: Uh, what was his culture advice? I don't even remember Guess that. Guess
0: what? His culture advice was, like, loving yourself and, like, hey, here's how you talk to a woman. I mean, so it really was... It could, at least for the first episode, it 100% could have been relationship. Mm. He was kind of, he was really kind of like almost life coaching. Not, not that they yeah. all don't do that a yeah. little bit, but his whole thing was he had a sit down with our guest. We should talk about who we were talking about. We're talking
1: about a big grizzly bear of a man. Yeah, um, I don't remember his name. His Ted name is Tom. Tom, and he was
0: from Georgia.
1: Tom from Georgia with a daughter and a grand grandson. A grandboy. A grandboy.
0: Daughter. That's my daughter, and that's my grandboy. <laughs> He was from Georgia. Um, He's 57 years old. He looked not a day over 81. I mean, he looked bad. (laughs) He
1: looked really bad. Poor guy.
0: But actually, he was kind of a teddy bear, and I really liked Tom.
1: The thing is that I feel like they really glossed over on this episode um, is that Tom's like clearly an alcoholic, and that wasn't addressed. They were like, you know, dressing him up and changing his house and getting him a haircut and stuff, but like he's still an alcoholic, and like things are... You know, he his house to me looked like an alcoholic's house. The way he was presenting himself felt like an alcoholic, like someone who is just stuck in a rut where their world revolves around when they can drink. And so they're not concerned with these other things like stains on the couch. And right.
0: Stuff. And the rut that Ashley's speaking about is he's divorced twice. He three does, times. Three times. He doesn't seem to have gone on any other dates besides the dates with his ex-wives. Yeah. And his second ex-wife I think it was his third. I, I think I it think might it was... have been in the second. I think uh, it might have been the second. Anne? She, he has been seeing her off and on for the past who knows how long, and really's got it for. Her. He loves this woman. He loves her. So, um, uh, and baby, he
1: said this. She says that she loves him.
0: Yeah, and um, he doesn't seem to want to look around much. So quickly into the episode, we realize, oh, this guy's got it bad for his ex-wife, and that's who we're doing all this for. Yeah. Um, so he's a car
1: guy, he's real into cars. Yeah, he's
0: got he's the whole package. He's the whole Georgian package. He likes old like dragsters or whatever. Like, yeah, you know when like you were a kid and then you, you like you went to Burger King but you couldn't park that day because there was a car show going on in the park. of old men
1: standing around.
0: That's what Tom and his buddies were doing.
1: Yeah, and he also kept he, another thing like not to just keep going back to alcoholism, but like I feel like I've noticed in um you know stories and just from being a person on this planet alcoholics tend to get like stuck in a thought rut as well mm-hmm. and so he like kept saying like you can't fix ugly yeah you that, can't fix ugly but also
0: like older southern guys seem to have like maybe not even southern guys but older guys have like a funny thing that they say and then they just say that all the time
1: i think they're all alcoholics
0: <laughs> every old guy every guy ever an alcoholic. well yeah so tom is uh, he needs a lot of help what did he look like okay he looked like he was probably about five eight um, maybe close to about 240, 250. All in the belly. All in the belly. Skinny tiny little, little legs. Arms. Tiny little arms.
1: <laughs> tiny <laughs> legs, tiny arms. Um, he had
0: he had like what he kept describing as a ZZ Top beard or everybody right. kept describing. But it wasn't straight down long. It was kind of, it's kind of out. It's unkempt.
1: Yeah, it was a wild beard. It was yeah. a bunch of different colors from natural hair, graying hair, and what looked like tobacco stained hair as yeah.
0: well. And he's got, uh, he would wear a baseball cap cap a snapback baseball cap kind of like a fisherman's cap and uh he wore he wore kind of old timey glasses not old timey but stuff he that looked, looked like, like early big old 90s grandfather glasses
1: yeah. and and he lots had, of he had lupus he had so lupus. he had um like inflamed tissue in his face it was very red and inflamed because mm-hmm. Uh, what something I learned is if you have lupus, you need to wear sunscreen every day. I didn't yeah. realize that.
0: Yeah, we're learning things.
1: So he had, he wasn't like taking care of his skin. But um, on top of that, his colors were all wrong. He was wearing like lots of corals and pinks and, you know, very um, warm r- red tones that brought out the red in his face. Yeah. Instead of like cooler tones like blues, um, yellows. Not yellow. Uh uh-uh. uh.
0: Are you sure I think yellow was in the in no. his color palette he was like It was to like have. red,
1: orange, yellow, pinks were off oh. and then like greens, blues, purples were on.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: And then something I enjoyed was the green stick.
0: The green stick. So um the uh, grooming expert, Jonathan, he uh, gave him like a... He said, the only makeup thing I'm going to give you is this little tube of what looked like lipstick or chapstick.
1: It was like a little concealer stick. Yeah,
0: and he dabbed it on his face and he rubbed it in and it really brought the red tone down in his face. Yeah,
1: neutralized those yeah. red tones. And and then the guy, what was his name?
0: Which one? Jonathan? That the grooming it, guy? Yeah, it's his name, Jonathan. Mm-hmm. Long hair? Yes.
1: He was like, uh, you'll know if you put too much on if you can see it. Yeah. And then it seemed like Tom really embraced that as like... You know. Also, this is a very. Oh, you're putting your finger up. You well,
0: well, I was gonna. I think you might start talking about it, but I was about mine was jumping off of Tom embracing it.
1: Okay, let me say. Oh yeah, before right. before we get into Tom embracing it, I want to say I think he did embrace it because Jonathan um, framed the concealer as a stick. You know, like if he was if I was talking to one of my girlfriends, I'd be like, oh, here's like a here's some green concealer or some color correcting concealer, which is a makeup term. But he was like, it's a green stick.
0: Right. He didn't say concealer he, and it, or color corrector. Yeah, he didn't yeah. use any of the makeup. like, terms. It's a stick of green. You're going to need this. Yeah. Um, and he did. But uh, as far as Tom accepting this experience, I mean. This man, and and listen, I'm a guy from New Jersey. I've been living in Brooklyn for 10 years. Like, I, you know, I realize I'm in the bubble. I see this guy, um, this 57-year-old man from Georgia, and a bunch of, um, you know, guys are coming to help his look, and they happen to be all be gay. I mean, he did sign up for Queer Eye. Yeah. I mean, but this guy... Might have been the most accepting man over 50 um, beneath the Mason-Dixon line that I've ever seen on television. I know, Ashley, you're from the South and you get upset with But the depictions of Southerners on TV are like racist rednecks, right? Homophobic, homophobic, rednecks. And you look at this guy, and Ashley, come on. When you look at this guy, even you might say maybe this guy might have some problems with the gay man.
1: I would think that he might have been a little... You know.
0: Like, what's going on, man? I'm yeah. Not... And and how would you describe how Tom from Georgia was? He
1: was just like a normal dude. He, was he a... just was happy to have these guys on board. He was having he...
0: so much fun. He was having a blast. He loved these guys so much. And, and I
1: think Tom was just really happy people were paying attention I, to yes, him. Yes,
0: he really did like it. I, I Tom won me over almost immediately. Tom was great. And then when they, so in the beginning when they come and the, the Queer Eye guys like crash, like they're like it looked like a waffle house the inside of a waffle uh-huh, house yeah it was and like
1: a local diner it, car party <laughs> it was wherever
0: the whatever the parking lot that was hosting the car place that yeah. diner yeah. they were all inside and then so the all queer, these old men all everybody over 50 yeah. i mean like uh transition lenses inside you said baseball one guy caps. looked like your grandfather one guy was dressed like my grandfather it was fantastic and and the other guy was dressed like my grandfather's best golf buddy it was crazy <laughs> but then um when the queer eye guys busted in and they were like tom where's tom everybody's like he's right here <laughs> and Tom was like hey and they were like oh my god it's the queer eye guy. there was so much love between these two parties of men that couldn't come from different sides of the spectrum yeah i mean it was heartwarming, and it really kicked off what this uh, show will be about. It's it's not just about uh, fixing up uh, disgusting men, but it's also about acceptance.
1: Well, that's what they said. I mean, I really like that monologue you just did. I really appreciate that. Then they said something like that in the beginning of the show. They were like, the old show was about... Um, like I don't remember what they said. I don't
0: think they said the old show. I think they were like, This show is not only about inclusion, but it's about acceptance, acceptance. or something. I think like they
1: that. said the first version was about rep, like representation or being seen, but now this show is about acceptance and the Fab Five. Yeah.
0: All right, so let's go through the Fab Five themselves, yeah, and let's talk about. I'm just gonna hit you with it, and then you're gonna give me your first uh impressions for, right. from the first episode because so we only watched one, yeah. Okay, let's talk about Bobby Burke, the design guy. He's the guy who's designing the house. Right, don't remember him. He had the blonde, spiky hair. Oh,
1: I like what he did with Tom's. I like what he did with Tom's apartment. I like how he incorporated a lot of blue. It felt very masculine, yeah. but still um, really nicely pulled together. And then Tom's little lady friend, when she came over, she goes, it looks like a hotel. Yeah, I
0: know. She's the highest compliment. It really is. And I mean, also, Tom had these this recliner that had a bunch of poopy stains on the seat.
1: And crotch stains, yeah.
0: Whatever was going on, but he really loved it, and they were kind of like,
1: mm, They're the like "That's disgusting."
0: And then, so Bobby went out and found two like very adult, sleek. nice, sleek rec- recliners—not just one, but two. Yeah. Because Tom had told a story about bringing a woman back to his house to watch TV and movies. He sat in his recliner. The woman sat on the couch. Uh, the woman looked at him and said, you're boring. I'm out of here and left. Yeah. And so Tom was basically like, but I like hanging out here. How am I going to get girls to stay? <laughs> and they were like, we got a tip. Let's get two sick ass recliners that are really nice. And we'll make her place look dope. And yeah. they did. Yeah. And that was Bobby. Bobby was pretty fantastic. Also, Bobby gave um, uh, Tom a lesson in the car. One The one time in which Tom had, like, just a little misstep as far as, like, oh, how he yeah. was talking, you know, about, you know, the, the was gay stuff. That was an important stuff. moment. It was. They were in the car. It was Bobby. It was um, Jonathan. Bobby was the design guy. It was Jonathan, who's the grooming expert. And then it was Tom in the passenger seat. And um, Bobby was talking about his boyfriend or husband. Husband, like, yeah. And, and, um, and then uh, Tom goes, oh, which oh, which one are you, the man or the wife? And yeah. then and then Bobby's like, Tom, um,
1: yeah, we're actually going to have to stop you there because he's like, yeah, that's
0: pretty sexist. Just to yeah. let you know. And here's why, because now he's like, even for women, it's the, the roles are different now. Tom, you know, gave him the quick speech. Tom totally understood. Got it. Jonathan, who's the funny guy, but also the grooming expert was in the back, made a few jokes. Y- y- you know what? It was great. It was it was the perfect thing for him to do because it wasn't it wasn't homophobic. It was sexist. So I honestly think when it you're dealing... It was
1: like gender charged. It was
0: gender charged, which I think in this situation is a better story to tell mm-hmm. rather than like somebody being like, gay people are strange. Am I right? You know what I mean? Right. Like it, I didn't want that to happen. Not not three quarters in the way of this episode of I'm me falling I'm just realizing
1: now that you picked this show to talk about so you could do a lot of Southern <laughs> act out. What? What the hell are
0: you talking about? <laughs> but um, so, I mean, I thought it was great. And you know what? I thought that Bobby... Jumped at the chance to tell that story and to teach that lesson, and I felt like it rounded the episode out. I, I loved it. I feel like it was would that this episode episode wouldn't be as good if that didn't happen. You're
1: 100 right. Okay, so Bobby, you
0: both like Bobby. I like yeah, the, he's, he's great. Was cool. He was teaching fun lessons. I take
1: it back when I said he was forgettable. What Clearly about, unforgettable.
0: What about Anthony, the food guy?
1: Anthony was uh, forgettable. I don't remember much about him. He taught him how to do guacamole.
0: He taught him how to do guacamole. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, okay. So the food guy, here's the thing. First of all, I don't like guys named Anthony. I wish her <laughs> name was Anthony or Ant- Antoine or something. Sorry, Anthony. Why? What's listening. wrong with I Anthony? I don't know. It's hard for me to say. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I, I just kind of felt like he, the food guy's going to have a, a tough one here because you can, you can, you can, it's the reverse. You teach, <gasps> a, you give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day. You teach a man to, to fish. Guacamole. And then he'll eat if you leave some fish around, but he's probably not going to well, you, you him. yeah,
1: you give a man a closet full of shirts to wear. He'll wear those shirts forever you till they have holes in them. show a man how to make guacamole. He's probably going to go to the Mexican restaurant yeah,
0: and get it. It, yeah. it. I mean, it didn't I mean, Tom said, hell, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll cook that. But I, I don't know. And the other thing about him is when he was trying to talk to Tom like about his like food and like his redneck health,
1: margaritas.
0: Yeah, he was holding he had found like a little like doll in the kitchen somewhere and he was like holding the doll like over his shoulder and like trying to be like look at this stupid doll like while i'm talking to you about serious things and i kind of thought he blew his chance to really connect with tom
1: oh i miss that
0: he's also trying to be funny but jonathan is clearly the funnier
1: one everyone's gonna try and be funny no
0: karamo doesn't try to be funny
1: well karamo just like knows who he is
0: yes yeah yeah and you know what i didn't see bobby trying to be really funny really Mm. and i uh I definitely didn't see Tan trying to be funny. You're right. Okay, it was clearly Anthony is trying to be funny, but Jonathan is really funny.
1: Now you didn't. Also, like- I thought.
0: Also, I thought. I thought. Um, we're all, we should do this later, maybe. But I thought Anthony was the best looking guy out of the bunch.
1: When we, um, oh, interesting. I like Tan. Oh, okay. Is well, that we'll his name?
0: To it's Tan or Tan? T A N. Tan.
1: Um. Okay. So. When we the show started, you did not like Jonathan. You were like, "Who is this guy? Hamming it up for the camera? He's doing bits." Okay, I didn't. Um, I wait. Then halfway well, we, through, well, well, hold
0: on. Can we get to Jonathan? We're going oh through them. Oh my god. Okay, okay. So that's Anthony. He's the food guy. Next is Jonathan. He's the grooming expert. Okay, Jonathan has long flowing hair
1: beautiful luscious
0: locks everybody else is like hey what's up we're the new cast of queer eye and this man was going for it Mm -hmm. um i mean he had voices finger snapping catchphrases all within the credit sequence yeah this guy was really going for it i looked at ashley i'm like is this guy kidding right now like what is the deal here this might be a bit much for the intro of this first episode right guess what happened
1: Nick fell in love with him. (laughs) This guy made me
0: laugh like three or four times, like legitimately. And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. This guy's actually funny. Right. So he was booked on this show because they were like, we need somebody who's like really actually funny, has good timing. Yeah. Yeah. And he really does. I mean, the grooming stuff was fine. He made Tom look really um nice. He yep. he trimmed it. He didn't want him to lose his beard. He liked his beard. He just trimmed it out and shaped it a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, how we talked about the green stick already, so he helped out his face,
1: beard he cut oil, his hair. he
0: gave him beard oil.
1: Which he, is something that I have really pushed on you over the yes, years, yes. but you completely it's too much for refused. Me. It's too much. If Tom can do it, you can do yeah, it. You're right.
0: I may turn this may make me turn a corner um so i mean jonathan was fantastic i i like this is on netflix they can curse yeah there was a moment when they were shopping for beds okay And this was right after they taught tom that lesson in the car so it was bobby jonathan and tom they're at the bed store and they're laying on beds and then um bobby looked at tom and they were shopping for a new bed and um you know bobby looked at tom he's like tom he's like have you ever shopped for a bed before And uh, Tom said no. And Jonathan just got up and he was like, "You haven't shop for a mother. You never shop for a motherfucking bed
1: before. Remember that."
0: (laughs) <laughs> he was appalled. It was really funny, but he was appalled. He, was, he literally said, you've never shot for a motherfucking bed before? Um, and me and you laughed out loud for like a while. It was really funny. He made me laugh like like that a few times in this episode. So Jonathan's my current favorite, aside from Karamo, because you know I love the real world. Yeah,
1: Karamo first. And then the, something I liked about Jonathan, too, is he gave a little speech while he was cutting Tom's hair about like what it means to actually be attractive. Like It's not just a physical thing it's how you feel about yourself and he was like you need to recognize your gifts and like approach the world and approach other people like you have those gifts and then they will value them as well yeah and like it's all about confidence yeah
0: it was very nice and it was helpful help me uh nick's a
1: changed man so
0: now we have tan slash ton um he is the fashion expert um so he went through the closets yeah he was getting the outfits ready got a new
1: hat involved
0: he got a new hat so tom wears like a fisherman cap or like not even like a baseball cap, and and then so Tan was trying to hand him some hats, and he gave him like um like a golf cap, yeah. Um, and he kind of liked it. He liked the golf cap, and then he gave him a fedora. Yeah. And Tom put the fedora. No, it on wasn't a fedora. What was it? It was
1: like a um sort of nineteen fifties newspaper boy hat. It had like a a one inch uh, brim that went around in a circle. It was. I liked it. Yeah. I thought it was cool.
0: Yeah, I do think it was a fedora. Um, hold on. We're going to take a pause right now while Ashley uses the bathroom. We are back. Um, Ashley, how was your trip to the bathroom?
1: It was great. I saw our cat.
0: Yeah. See, that's what's cool about just like our little slice of life podcast is because it's like in the morning and things happen. Yeah. Um, this is
1: a real glimpse of what it's like to be a human.
0: So Jonathan was fantastic. Let's move down to Tan. We were talking to Tan, which is, is the uh, fashion guy.
1: We liked him. We talked about the hats that he proposed. Right. We so, took the guy to a thrift store. I enjoyed that he took Tom to a yeah, thrift store. Yeah, that was kind of cool. Because he was like, look, you can have fashion on a budget, man. Like He didn't say that, but that was the lesson we learned.
0: So what did you think about the outfits he put Tom, Tom I like
1: I like the outfits he put Tom in. He did a lot of layering with Tom, trying to hide that bulbous belly. Mm. And um, you know, I, I think that's a good move i think tom looked good you did not like the layers if i remember correctly well
0: because there was a point where he had like a plaid shirt that was open over a um v-neck over a like a white undershirt, and there's I was a like, lot too of much. Shirts, there's yeah, too much, just maybe just the v neck under the you know what I mean? We didn't. Well, need they to- talked
1: about it, they were like the undershirt, and then um, Tan was like, Yeah, old older men like undershirts.
0: Okay, so you're messing that up a little bit. He oh. put them when he had them trying stuff on, he had the two undershirts under the open button down. Um, when he was putting on a nicer shirt that was supposed to be the more dressed up look, I think Tan had told him no undershirt and he went and put one undershirt under there. Uh. So I did learn that under a a dress shirt that is completely buttoned up, um, maybe you're not supposed to wear an undershirt. Honestly, Nick,
1: I'm really impressed by how much you absorb from this show because I don't really remember details except for just a feeling of enjoyment. Yeah,
0: well... It was very enjoyable, but I did I did take a lot in because I didn't expect to like this show that much just because I thought the first show was okay, like the original show. Yeah, but like uh, this show, I don't know. We'll save our we'll save our full re- well, uh, review in, at the end. But.
1: I'm in a private Facebook group um, for comedians, female comedian or yeah i would say it's it's for female comedians but there are some dudes on there now that i'm thinking about it to talk about skincare and beauty mm-hmm. this private facebook group and they've been really enjoying the show yeah so i knew coming into it that it was probably uh, gonna be something i liked yeah
0: so then we have last and obviously not least karamo brown yeah our buddy is our buddy tight
1: dog close friend
0: Close friend of the show. Um, so Karamo is the culture expert. We already talked a little bit about what that means, mm-hmm. which is we not too sure yet. It's pretty.
1: Yeah. Like, is he going to like amorphous? Te- doesn't really.
0: I mean, like, well, if, if you were the culture expert on this show. Right. What yeah. do you think your job would uh, include?
1: I mean, if it came down to Tom, I'm going to say changing the channel away from Fox News.
0: Okay. I don't know if
1: Tom's watching it, but I'm sure that he is. So I think as the culture expert, I would say, hey, let's look at some other channels on your television. OK,
0: so it would be channel changing. Uh-huh.
1: And then I think maybe I would talk to him about like music. Like, you know, this is some music that came out in the past 40 years you should get into.
0: Get into this. Have um, you heard of Kendrick Lamar, Tom?
1: Right. And then maybe I would. Um,
0: be humble, please.
1: Help him with his shoes. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't mean, wouldn't know. Wouldn't that be
0: what a fashion guy does? See, this is the thing. I don't really know what the culture guy does. And this first episode didn't really tell me what the culture guy does. Basically, what Karamo did was he had a heart to heart with Tom about how he considers himself ugly. Right. I
1: don't remember this. You you mentioned there this were, earlier and, the, and I don't it remember was It was kind
0: of in the first quarter of the episode. They were in his room. It was before they had changed anything. They hadn't left the house yet. And he kind of sat with him and spoke with him a little bit. And I guess he also got out the fact that um, he had this thing for his ex, uh, a wife possibly. Um, And then at the very end, Karamo sort of told him to ask out Anne.
1: Yeah, I think that's her name.
0: To the parking lot, um, the car car show, show. the
1: parking lot.
0: And he was like, call him now. And he called him now. And then. Call he, her now. He, call her now. <laughs> and then he, he called her now. And then he. When he was on the phone with her. Like at the very end. Karama like whispered in his ear. Like tell her that we'll send. I'll send you the details later. Like kind of slicked it up a little bit for him. Like here's how like a dude who wants. Did to close he? A day, Did he? I don't. Do? I
1: remember Tom leading that all on his own. And then. And then. Then being like, wow. Tom like really did that. No,
0: he was like, hey, would you. I got this car show on Friday. I was wondering if you'd be interested. In coming with me. And she said, sure. And then he Karama whispered in his ear and he goes, I'll send you the details later. And then he goes, and she's like, okay, great. And they hung up. And I thought it was like a very nice because that is a slick move to do. Um, where it wasn't like we're not gonna bog down this conversation with, okay, do you have a pen? Here's the thing. It's just like, got you in and out. Don't worry, I got it taken care of. I'm gonna send you the details later. That means I know how to text or something.
1: Um, or email
0: or email um so i don't know I, I think if karamo maybe he wasn't used to the best of his ability in this episode he didn't get he didn't get to spread his wings and fly as so much as some of the other guys you know i think they, that they have a little work to do on themselves karamo anthony um those two guys i think maybe they got the shaft this episode for time but um you know overall i thought that uh, karamo is a great presence i'm glad to have him on board
1: long was the show because i feel like they accomplished a lot in a very short window
0: 45 minutes really Mm -hmm.
1: i feel like it was shorter than that
0: no no it was really good though
1: um i think that they're you know i'm wondering how long they're spending with tom or like how long do they spend with each person because at the end when they're saying goodbye tom like was crying yeah he's like we really got to know each other
0: yeah they were there was like a teary thing okay so then they leave and then Tom goes on the date and the date goes hella well. And, hella well. And, and the Queer Eye guys, as from the original show, get to watch Tom make all these moves in like yeah. a closed circuit television situation back at their place. And so they're watching it. They're watching Tom get ready. And honestly, Ash, they were impressed by Tom, way Tom prepared. I mean, he used the green stick. I mm-hmm. mean, um, he used it well. Mm-hmm. He put together an outfit they were all really impressed
1: with. He wore sunscreen. He
0: wore sunscreen. I mean, these guys were teary-eyed watching Tom sort of transform. And then That's he goes true. on this date, and she's so into it. She comes back to his new place. They sit down in the backyard, which the uh, Bobby hooked up.
1: The backyard was the best part of the show. So nice. He really made the backyard like a place to hang out. And whoever rents the net, that apartment next after time
0: <laughs> I know it's a rental, is really gonna get to well, enjoy that. I mean, he could take all his stuff with him, I assume, to his next place. Um, but yeah, Anne was loving it. Um, she touched his arm um it was uh it was it was a pretty nice thing and um you know uh he talked about to Anne how much he had enjoyed the experience the guys loved Tom they kept calling him Tommy um and then the episode ended and you know what I give it four stars out of five for this first episode I thought it was fantastic
1: I'll give it I'll give it three and three-fourths
0: okay what would have pushed it over the edge for you
1: that's a good question. Um, it's sort of, I think maybe I will give it more stars once I get to know the characters more. Because it sort of lacked the Fixer Upper-esque um, relationship.
0: You wanted internal relationships yeah. and storylines. I want to feel we'll closer that. to those maybe we'll guys. get that.
1: Um, the original I, show did not have that. I'm still watching Fixer Upper. Yeah. I'm still falling down that hole um you're still watching oh oh, have
0: we have we moved on to fixer-upper all of a
1: sudden i feel like we've been talking about queer eye
0: we don't need it we're already at the end of this podcast but
1: i want to say what i'm listening all right if you got to
0: talk about fixer-upper again i guess i'll allow that i do not like this show i wish you would stop talking about skippy and marjorie or whatever their names are (laughs) um nick you
1: need to start watching that show what
0: is it kip and jojo jojo
1: and chris gaines
0: Chris Gaines? That's not his name.
1: Yeah, it is. CJ? CJ? Who's CJ? Chris
0: Gaines is not the name of the guy. First off,
1: Gaines starts with a G. Okay. Um, So (laughs) the CJ thing. Um, I'm watching that, enjoying that. We got really into American. It's Chip, not Chris. Oh, it is Chip.
0: Chris Gaines, okay, I believe is the alter ego to um, that uh, country singer.
1: Oh, Garth Brooks. Garth
0: Brooks is Chris Gaines. Oh. Remember, he donned a wig. And yeah,
1: he plays yeah, rock. Yeah,
0: definitely not. If this was Chris Gaines...
1: You'd watch it. I would watch it.
0: <laughs> um, but it's not. It's shit, okay?
1: We got really into American on Netflix, which isn't reality television, but it is parody of a reality television.
0: Well, it's parody of documentary, yeah. which I guess is reality. What's the deal there?
1: Yeah, what is the line between documentary and reality TV? I think it's supposed
0: to be education. Um like if it's not purely entertainment it might be a documentary style show.
1: Well Robin China was a docu series. <laughs> yeah but that was reality TV. <laughs>
0: Although I did learn a lot. God damn it China. All right, so we talk about this. Okay, so China, have you seen her new relationship? No. So China is with an 18-year-old man.
1: It's very disturbing.
0: Called YBN Almighty J. Okay? YBN is his crew, Almighty J is his rap name. I know him through uh, the more popular guy in his crew, YBM Namir. Uh, he has a great SoundCloud hit called Rubbin' Off the Paint. Go watch it unless you're underage or offended by the most horrifying lyrics you'll ever hear a 16-year-old spit. But um, really a young kid. I believe they're from Alabama. And YBM Almighty J, like, first of all, this kid, Namir, who's a, a super popular on SoundCloud, not really popular in the mainstream, not, uh, doesn't have, like, a radio hit yet. His friend... Is going out with Black China like it's the strangest thing ever. He's got like two music videos, and it's like, what's going on, Black China? How old is Black China?
1: She's got to be in her late twenties. I mean, this kid's
0: freshly eighteen.
1: How is that possible? I
0: don't know. Okay, are you so sure this
1: is a real thing? It's a
0: hundred percent a real thing. It's like reported on by TMZ. Wow, so
1: that means it's legit. It
0: really is. Does mean it's legit. So in this day and age, yes, it does mean it's legit. Now. Here's the thing about um, what I'm hearing. He did um, a, a thing called Exposed, which is on the No Jumper channel on YouTube, which is a podcast interview series, vlog series by a guy um, named Adam Twenty Two, and he does interviews with guys like basically like the the heroes of the SoundCloud rap era, basically. And he went and did this Exposed thing. On the Exposed thing, they asked him about Black China. He said he met Black China on Christian Mingle. This is what he said, and he's saying Come it's not on. a joke. on. Okay. We're getting We're getting So here's the thing. Other people are doing some research. I think it was complex. Somebody did something, found out that YBN Almighty J, didn't find out, but he is on Rich Gang Forever, uh, which is Rich Rich the, Rich the Kids about? Rich the Kids label he's another SoundCloud rapper oh but he's God. been around for a long time so confusing Rich the kid who's older in his 20s is supposedly actually dating Black China and he has pawned off Black China in the public on YBN Almighty J just to get his clout up they're using Black China to get YBN Almighty J to be in that conversation, oh. so people will find out who he is, Google him, and then his artist will get more clicks, and then eventually, Interesting. yes. And apparently, Rich, uh, Rich, the kid is dating Black China. Not isn't that the most Angela fucked up- White. The f- Isn't that so strange that this woman is sort of like, that's her job,
1: kind of? Raising people's profiles? Kind of. And yeah. and
0: she, when she tried to... But, you know, that is what... Um,
1: she revitalized uh, Rob Kardashian's career. Did she? She did. I, I, she got she came in. She breathed some life into that... Uh, uh, life? <laughs> breathed something. <laughs> something. Into that pile of something. Well,
0: well, I don't know what's going on with him But now. his sock
1: business got started back up again, <laughs> yeah, you know? So, yeah. like, she did something right. Well,
0: thank God for black china anyway guys that was the podcast thank you for listening do us a favor if you have any questions comments email us uh, realityblowspodcast at gmail.com find us on twitter reality blo- at reality blows pod you can find me on instagram at nick maritato you can find ashley on on twitter Or Instagram. Is it both the same?
1: Uh Uh-uh. No. On Twitter, it's Ashley B. Roberts. And on Instagram, it's Ashley underscore Brooke underscore Roberts.
0: Um, And please tune in Tuesday night slash Wednesday morning. We'll be recapping the next episode of the Challenge Vendettas. We love you. Goodbye.
1: Adios.